And it brings me to this story, which is probably the title of this video. And the title of this video is My First Reason. Excess your food, who's what's going on? It's your boy Malam YouTube, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Seated with Malam, hosted by me, myself, and I, Tato Ram. So if you guys don't know, I am currently at the Empire Partner Foundation Studio. So big shout out to them for letting me use the space. The link to the YouTube channel is in the description box below. And the link to the YouTube channel and the website is in the description box below. Big shout out to the Innovation Campus too. That's where the Empire uh, Studio is. <laughs> they empower youth by giving them work experience and teaching them how to develop software solutions. So it's all beautiful. We believe in youth empowerment. I'm the youth. I think I'm still youth. I'm 25. I'm still youth. I'm still youth. So they're empowering me too. So big shout out to them. Uh, today's a really cool episode, man. Shout out for you guys listening to the past episodes. This one is really cool to me. It's really special to me. The past episode I spoke about, like, you know, me being shy in primary school, me having social anxiety. In high school, we spoke about how I was, like, that black kid that was weird and different. But university is a bit different, man, because I actually got to find myself. I found my feet, and I got to meet some really, really, really cool people. So today we're speaking about my experience at the University of Pretoria. Shoot. So, guys, pretty much from grade... R, which is grade one, zero, grade one in primary school. My dad told me, you are going to be an engineer. So uh, growing up, I didn't know what I was going to be. I wanted to be an accountant. I wanted to be someone in the music space. I wanted to be a pianist. I wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to be everything that you can think of besides an engineer. And if you guys know me now, you know I've got the degree. And you know I've never used a degree in my life. So that showcased that I didn't want to become an engineer. But it was my dad's dream. And my dad's wish, and it made sense, bro. My dad wanted to put me in the best situation for me to excel in life. He knew what's booming right now, engineering, it's one of the best degrees, University of Pretoria, internationally recognized. So let's take my boys and my family to the best institution, to the best institution for engineering. So I went there, man. I made a big mistake. So in high school, I applied for computer engineering when I was supposed to apply for mechanical engineering so my dad was like yeah i want to become a mechanical engineer it makes sense mechanics and nah, 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 robotics blah, 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 blah. what made sense to him and obviously me i'm just like yes papa sure papa that makes sense papa yes papa of course papa whatever you want papa because you pay the bills papa you get me so i apply for computer engineering yo 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 if my dad still beat me i would have got the biggest beating of my life my dad was so disappointed He's like bro how do you apply for the wrong thing i specifically told you to apply for mechanical engineering but you're out you're applying for computer yeah i never forget how much trouble i got into for that but obviously we researched what computer engineering was i mean it's okay cool it's a mixture of engineering and it's a mixture of it it's a mixture of programming it's a mixture of software design system design it's a mixture of all these things so eventually it's like you know what actually i think i might have chosen the right thing this is god's plans god's blessing i said i right, cool let me try for six months and then i'll try change to mechanical but if i love it i'll stay what did your boy do? I changed as soon as I could. I hated computer engineering. <laughs> I hated engineering in general, guys. So I went from computer engineering all the way to mechanical engineering. And then that's pretty much what I was most of university. A mechanical engineering student. But before we speak too much about university, let's speak about my experience. So you guys know I was a y'all, bro, brother, check out what's going on. XA Shafi, who is it? It's your boy, Malami YouTube. Katsuri Kakala. Katsuri Kakaho. Kabulaya Kamala. That's how I used to speak. And that changed pretty, pretty quickly, like within the first couple of months of me being in university because I was exposed to so much culture, bro. Like I was exposed to 
Mapedi, Matswana, Zulus, the closest, and the Bellas, everybody. And I was like, wow, black people. Like, my whole life I was around so many white people. I was like, wow, there's black people there, black people here, black people in front of me, behind me, black people in class. But because I was doing engineering, there weren't that many girls in class. Well, there's many girls in the campus, though. So obviously I was seeing a lot of black people, and I felt like, wow, I belong. A lot of people that went from my high school or from, like, your all-boy high schools that were black went into university and kept the same white friends. So, like, a lot of my friends that were black from all these other schools, they went from St. Benedict's, from St. Albans, from Crawford, all these things, and they kept their white circles. So they still speak like this, really. They still have that thing. But I told myself, I was like, you know what? I hated high school. I hated the people in high school. I hated being called any black name. I hated being called Tabo, Jabulano, Sipo, all these things. I was like, you know what? I'm going to find myself. I'm going to find my people. So in class, shied away very fast from my friends from high school. I ignored them. Same time I said, you know what? I don't want to be around you guys. I had two best friends, Manny Aiden. Those ones, they didn't go to uh, University of Pretoria. They went somewhere else. So I was like, you know, everybody else is just noise in my ear. I'm not going to laugh for that. So I'll never forget this guy. His name is Lotlang, guys. Yo, he is literally Pretorian. I think he's from Sasha. He's Pretorian as fuck. Uh, he grew up at the correctional, correctional services. I think that's where he was like based. And he instantly became my best friend. He taught me what a sparkle was. He taught me what slap chips were. Like, guys, things that I did not know were things that people, things everyone knows. I did not know. He taught me those things. He made me fall in love with food. He made me fall in love with, like, culture, like, certain type of music, house music. He just, he taught me, it sounds, like, really sucks, but he taught me how to be black. <laughs> like, even he, he didn't really speak the best English. He always speaks Swana, which pretty much forced me to speak Swana. So my Swana went from, yeah, kaho you get me so he literally helped me get like the way I, my accent back I want to say it back because when I speak to and people say yeah, I sound bad so I can't even say I got my accent back because apparently I still sound like, like someone that's white but he helped me take it to a level which was acceptable you get me and Tlang was a nice guy like he for some reason had a lot of money so he always used to take care of me I took care of him we were doing engineering together studying together I did the Engage program so the Engage program is the five year program uh, in the engineering space. So usually engineering is four years at the five-year program. So you basically add a year to your degree because the chances of you doing four years at the University of Pretoria were like 20%. So I was like, you know what? Why would I, as a smart man, take the chance of doing a degree and only getting it in four years at a 20% risk? You get me? So I was like, you know what? Let me do the five-year program. And I did that. It's called the Engage program. I did the same thing. And Tlutang and I chilled every single day. And Tlutlang actually knew girls. So I was chilling with beautiful black girls every single day. You get me? So Tlutlang eventually introduced me to people that you know. Matladi, Lucas, Best, Tron, my best friends to this day. I met them through Tlutlang because we're all in engineering, all in the same space. And now Tlutlang and I weren't the flyers, guys. But Matladi and Lucas were those fly boys. So now we're chilling with girls every single two hours, every single break. And it was a really good time. I got to really deep dive into the whole Praetorian culture and how, like what it means to be Praetorian because I feel like being Praetorian is a whole culture. The way the girls speak, the way the guys speak, the way you interact, the way you go out, the way you socialize, it's a whole movement on its own. It's the best movement I've ever experienced. I mean, I've touched Cape Town, I've touched Nabopo, I've touched East London, I've touched Ghana, Kenya, and I think Pretoria is the best place to be. Like I want to retire in Pretoria, work in Pretoria, and live in Pretoria because... 
Pretoria is just beautiful, man. And if you guys are Pretoria and you understand, if you're not, go to Pretoria and you'll understand in quite some time. But yeah, man, through my university, like the first year, I met so many people and I got exposed to girls and lifestyle and failing really quickly. So in my first semester of university, I failed. I think I had like, I had maths. I had another maths module. I had probably physics. Uh, didn't do chemistry that semester. Probably like EBM, which is electronics. I had like maybe seven modules. I failed three. I failed three. I didn't get into two of the exams. And I was like, yo, 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 yo. Is this what university is? And I quickly saw that there's this thing called a supplementary exam. There's this thing called appealing for modules. So if you know what a sub is, if you get close to passing and you didn't pass, you say, okay, my boy, try again. But this time, all you have to do is write up until you get 50%. Then there's a dropping a module. So we used to call it going to the sixth floor in engineering. You go up there and you drop the module because you're like, you know what? I don't think I can even get into the exam. So there's no point in me having this module on my academic record. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to drop it like a top before it says 36% or 30% on my academic record. So I was doing that like like it was a, like it was a hobby, bro, my first year. I was doing it so much. And I want to explain to you why I failed. I failed because of lifestyle. My dad would always be like, you have to talk your lifestyle. It's this thing of you just not taking school seriously. I'd be like, no, guys, engineering is hard. Trust me, engineering is hard. It needs a certain level of work ethic, but anyone can do it. Anyone with work ethic can become an engineer. But I didn't have the work ethic. Guys, I was in an all-boys school. I didn't speak to girls. Episode 2 literally speaks on the fact that I kissed one girl throughout my whole high school experience. So now I'm meeting girls. And there was this beautiful girl who is the reason why I failed. There's two girls who are the reason why I failed. One of them I'm going to call her, I'm going to call her Babacious. So there's Babacious and there's Heartbreaker. So Babacious was the girl who friends owed me for three years in high school. Babacious had a bounty on her from me. So we all went from, you know, Joburg to UP with Babacious and a bunch of people. So Babacious was literally the girl who was the love of my life. I wanted it to be my everything. I wanted it to be my queen. I wanted to kiss her toes. And I hate feet. You get me? So Babacious literally kept saying, nah, mm-mm, mm-mm. But I was up in first year. Like, you know, I was in Book and Note. I was in, a, you know, this... This boy res, and we used to see girls. So people would see me with girls because, like, my res literally believed in me uh, interacting with women and, and being social, which I am so grateful for, outside of them being snacks. <laughs> um, so because Babacious was seeing that I was up and chilling with the cool kids and stuff, she was like, damn, Tata, you're kind of looking a little bit kind of fly. And I was like, Babacious, come closer. Let me show you how fly I am. Let me show you how fly I am. So Babacious and I started speaking, went on a date, second date, third date, Fourth date, and then we had a mutual friend uh, who had an apartment. So we'd all go to this friend's apartment, and we'd just chill with myself, Babacious, that girl, her nigga, and it was a really good time. And Babacious and I finally dated. But now, I have never experienced Mjola in my life. So obviously, I'm trying to become a provider. I want to be someone that, that pays for the bill, man. Someone that picks your flowers. Someone that massages you when you're failing. Someone that's there for you when things are bad. You get me? So Babacious literally made me forget about school. I was literally going to Babacious classes more than going to my classes just to spend time with Babacious. I was covering Babacious to class when I had to toilet. Babacious was traveling every day from PTA to Joburg. I would literally sometimes go to Joburg with her and then travel back to Pretoria just to chill Babacious for an extra hour, bro. So I blame Babacious for failing. But Babacious was a bad girlfriend. I eventually had to call it quits because I could see that no, man, she doesn't actually love me. She loves the fact that I'm literally a little simp. 
and I jump and she says jump. So I went from babacious to heartbreaker. Yo, 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 yo. Heartbreaker deserves her own episode. I think I might even dedicate this episode to heartbreaker. <laughs> Guys, heartbreaker was such a bad person. The worst person. Like, heartbreaker was a girl who I was studying with in university, right? And we were so madly in love. We were so in love, but we both had partners. And I broke up with the bitches because the bitches was bad to me, but Heartbreaker was beautiful. Heartbreaker was the love of my life. But I think I'm going to speak about Heartbreaker. <laughs> and she deserves her own episode, guys. Like, I'm not even trying to make it into a joke. Heartbreaker deserves an hour episode with tequila, tissues, and a whole lot of other alcohol because yeah, she revivized me. She divided my heart and soul. She broke my heart. Guys, if you guys want to hear the episode of, of Heartbreaker, go to Twitter. Hashtag Cito's my and I will speak about Heartbreaker that day. I think I'm going to tweet something if you guys get it to a couple of retweets or if you guys get this episode to maybe let's say 5,000 likes, I will drop an episode. I will go record the episode of Heartbreaker as soon as it hits 5K likes. Same time. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway... Because of Totang, I was meeting girls, I was failing, the goals were making me fail, and university wasn't the greatest thing. Dropped a couple modules, filled a couple things, my dad gave me a long lecture. There's nothing worse than failing and going back home. Guys, so if you guys don't know how university works, like there's two semesters. There's the first semester, you go, you're free for all, you try study, you pass, you fail, you drop, you drop, you fail, supplementary, you go back home, sometimes you get summer school. So I'm going back home, and I was like, yo, Let's see your marks. So obviously, as a failing child, you try to postpone your parents seeing your marks for as long as you can. I postponed and postponed and postponed until my dad tried to call the school. I said, no, nah, I got the marks. Hold up. Hold up. Here's the marks. He's saying, okay, pass, 58. He's saying, okay, 62. Evan, didn't you have seven models? Why are there only six? Dropped one. Maths failed summer school. He's like, Evan, supplementary, triple nine gang. If you're from PTA, University of Pretoria, you know what triple nine is. I don't know what it is at UJA or VITS or UCT, but triple nine is the sign that you have one more chance until you're told that you do not have any more chances left. So now I go with my dad, I'm like, yo, okay, cool, here are my marks. And I got a lecture for three weeks. Do you know how expensive university is? Do you know how hard I worked in university? Do you know that I did this and I did that and I want the best for you? A failure is not that good. But then at the same time, He'd make me feel bad for the first week. Then the second week, he'd be like, you know what? Failure is important. You need to fail in life. When you fail, you see the bad. Then eventually the good comes. So I think he'd literally make me feel like shit. And then from there, he's so, okay, cool. He said enough. Let me try and inspire him again for success. Which I think was a horrible strategy because I failed again in the second semester. I think I repeated the exact same thing I did in the first semester. Maths failed, supplementary, what, what. Like my first year was just horrible, bro. It was literally, I don't even know how. I'm an engineer to this day. But what I know is that I am an engineer to this day. So um, in my first year of failing, gang, my dad tells me, okay, cool, this is horrible. Go back to school. But now, you know when you fail, you have summer school, you're excited to go back to summer school because now your dad's been telling you, wash the dishes. Your mom's been saying, washing. They've been saying, you haven't swept. They've been saying, why are you sleeping so much? They've been saying, you can't go out. They've been saying, you want to go to the club? What does that, that time, all you've been doing for the past six months is go to the club. So I had summer school. I said, okay, go. Cool, I've got summer school. Let me go all the way to summer school so I can have my freedom back. Went back to res. Had like a month or like three weeks of summer school. Passed my maths module. Amen. Because my dad said, okay, cool. Wasn't worth it. Because summer school is three weeks, but you basically have to pay the price of the module again to basically get taught in three weeks what you learned in the past five, six months and then write an exam and also have an accumulative 
uh, mark, which you've been doing through daily tests. So likely I passed that. Amen, because I would have got the beating of my life if I did not pass that. So then I go back into the second semester, and yo, heartbreaker did her thing. But outside of that, guys, I, really, I was really experimenting with women. Like, I was really trying to get to know girls because I was like, you know what? I didn't get to know girls. And I'm not saying, like, I was going out and, like, kissing a girl every two days. No, like, I was experimenting, like, I was speaking to girls. Like, okay, cool. My female friends were like, yo, what do you guys like? Like sexually, what do girls like? Like I was literally doing a deep dive analysis research paper in my second semester on how to please a woman, how to be with the woman because I didn't know any of those things. I didn't have the experience other guys had from high school. You get me? So now, obviously, you know, when you ask certain girls, some of them be like, let me show you. You know the Pretoria girls? I'm like, yo, how do you make a girl feel good? She's like, oh, well, my go one. Let me show you how it feels to make a girl from Pretoria feel good. And she did exactly that. So... You know what I'm saying? Eventually, she's going, she's doing her thing, and then I'm like, you know what? This makes so much sense. And I fell in love with pleasing women. I fell in love with meeting girls. I fell in love with all of that. And it brings me to this story, which is probably the title of this video. And the title of this video is My First Reason. And it's not, <laughs> it's not what you guys think it is. And I'm going to tell you a story right now. So, in university, I met a girl, because I always have been doing my research on how to please a girl. Meet this girl, Let's call her Chimu Mai Cho. <laughs> and if my friends are watching this, they know exactly what I'm calling her Chimu Mai Cho. So I meet Chimu Mai Cho, and she's from UJ. So she's pulling through the Hao Train Zhuang to come see me. And I'm like, yo, what's up, Chimu Mai Cho? And, you know, we're chilling, we're kicking it. We go all the way, we do everything. We're kissing, we're having sex, we're doing all those things. And obviously, I'm still a little bit insecure and shy, and I'm not comfortable with my body. But I was doing that thing. I was doing my thing. You get me? So now, I meet Chimu Mai Cho. And now, one of my boys, Totang, who I spoke about in the beginning, was like, my boy, let's have a party. He stayed in a commune. He's like, let's have a super party. Let's have a massive party. Let's invite as many girls as we can, buy as much alcohol as we can, and let's throw a fiesta, a movie, Project X Pretoria edition. So we did exactly that. Invited so many girls. I've, I even told my girl at the time, Chumi my Chum, to pull through with a friend. And she came through with a bunch of friends. So now, she comes through with friends and girls that I know. And now, Jimmy my chum, I think she, I don't know if she's, if she smoked and she drank or if she smoked. And you know there's that rule, she's smoking weed. I think you can't smoke weed and then drink or drink and then smoke weed. But she was doing some stuff and she was, wasn't, wasn't feeling that well. Little did I know, little did I know she was feeling, wasn't feeling well because something else. I don't speak about that. But it wasn't me. You get me? Exactly. Because I'm safe with it. <laughs> so now she comes, but she's feeling sick the whole time. But now, her other friends, she has these three other best friends Fine as hell. Beautiful, stunning, gorgeous, marvelous. The most beautiful black girls I have seen in my life. So now, Chimmy My Chum is sick, and the other three, I'm gonna, call, I'm gonna call one of them one, other one two, other one three. So now, one is beautiful. I'm like, yo, one, listen up. I think you're so stunning. I think you're so cool. I really like to get to know you. But she's like, yo, you're my best friend. I'm like, yo, forget about your bestie. Your bestie now, I just get to know each other. But I wanna get to know you the right way. The best way. And then number one goes, okay, cool. You know, we can talk and stuff. So now we're talking. We're chilling by the door. And now she's looking at me. I'm about to go in with that Lamza. As I'm about to say Lamza way, two pulls through. And two just they're like, yo, what's up? Uh, what are you guys doing? I'm just like, yo, lele. I'm like, no, two, bro. Like, it's just not how it seems. She pulls one. She goes, one, what are you doing with Tato? One goes, ah, show me. You know what I'm doing. 
So now two goes, nah, let's show how it's done. Hey, one and two start kissing. They do the nastiest, weirdest lumps in my life. Mind you, there's a whole party going on. We were by the front door. One and two are kissing. I'm like, eh, 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 eh. This is the university that they spoke about in the movies. <laughs> I was so happy. I know it sounds so dumb, but guys, imagine a 17-year-old boy. I think I had turned 18 by then. 18-year-old boy didn't kiss girls in high school, didn't know girls, didn't do much, but he's seeing two girls kiss. So when these two girls are kissing, I'm just like, yo, wait a lay. Now one goes, why are you just staring at us, dummy? I say, why? <laughs> what, what you mean? She's like, and two goes, yeah, why are you just staring? Come here. I said, no, man. No, man. That time, guys, these are literally two of my chum's best friends. I'm like, what did you guys mean? Why am I just They're like, no, come here. So now I'm like, eh, one pulls me, I kiss one. You're the best lambs of my life. Two comes, two lambs are me. Now one and two are lambs are ring. Now two and one are lambs are me at the same time. Now I've got two girls kissing mine. I'm just there like, yo, wait, le, le. And I was like, yo, I'm going to try and actually see if I could do this crazy thing and have a threesome that night. But obviously, it was a thought in my head that I actually didn't follow through it because obviously like what the hell bro why are you trying to have sex with two people and like your hand is there that's weird and that doesn't make sense she wasn't my girlfriend but she was the girl that I was seeing consistently at that time you get me so now one and two start feeling really bad about doing that but they don't because throughout the night we go check on Tommy my chum but then one will be rubbing my thigh and then two will be coming out and kissing me outside so I don't know if they hated their friend or what but that told me the women are evil women are my brothers I don't tell a guy stay for the end, but this is the first part. Tell like a woman are evil. Don't even forget that women are bad people. And women, I'm sure you guys listen to this like Tato. Don't you know I'm right? You know I'm right. Comment down below what you guys think. But women are very. Hey, I'm scared of you guys. Anyway, one and two now are really really worried about like showing my chum finding out. But now I told you guys in the beginning, there's four of them in a the group. There's four of them that are friends. So now they go to basically number three. And they're like, yo, number three, we did this thing. And they're like, yo. And they go, number three, listen, because me, number one, and two, number two, kissed Tato. If you kissed Tato, we all did it. So we can't all get into trouble for it. <laughs> I was just listening to this thing like, what? They're like, yeah, so you have to kiss him too just so that we don't get into trouble because if you guys kiss him and it's just us two, we're going to get canceled. But if it's all of us, you can't trap all of us. So now I proceed to kiss the third friend, guys. That's when I was just like, nah, 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 nah. What has actually happened? I can't speak too much about what happened with one after because that's going to expose who she is. But <laughs> let's just say that like more things happened after that. And like, yeah, man, it was quite a crazy, 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 crazy experience. It's how I made one of my girlfriends actually at the time. But anyway, I won't speak about that too much. But yeah, man, girls are the reason why they're so bad in university. And I know episode one, episode two were very educational. They were very, you know, to the point. They had a purpose, social anxiety. Two was about me, you know, experiencing racism and being shy in high school and being friends with weird people. But three is about, it's about what I went through in my first year. And that's what I went through in my first year, guys. It was crazy. It was different. I cannot believe what I went through. So I think I'm going to end it here. I'm going to say, yo, to the guys listening, have fun. <laughs> have fun life is for the living life is short but don't ever forget that you need to finish what you start because as much as I uh, had crazy fun failed in my first year I picked up in second year third year third fourth year I picked up I eventually changed degrees to industrial engineering and I am an industrial engineer I am an industrial and systems engineering graduate this degree is international it's the same degree you can get at Harvard my brother Harvard my sister I'm like my dad <laughs> so it's okay if you guys enjoyed this episode please 
you're gonna give me three stars, give me five stars, and in the comment section below, tell me why you wanna give me, tell me why you wanna give me three stars so I can work on that. But I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to C to Malome. Uh, this was a crazy story time. I love you guys. This is so much fun. I really enjoy making these episodes. I enjoy speaking to you guys. I enjoy making it fun and education sometimes, but at the same time, you know, I have to entertain. You know, I believe in entertaining, educating, and inspiring. And I hope that at least in this episode, I've, uh, <laughs> I've entertained you guys. But I'm pretty sure I hit the inspiration and I hit the education too. It's your boy, Malumi YouTube, signing out. Love you guys so much. It's you guys clapping at home. Sure. That's it. <laughs>